to get you don't have to worry about a black book <laughs> just download it to your iphone Podcasts, various other shows, and joining me in the left-hand corner, weighing in at 140 pounds, heavyweight championship, podcasting and pillar of the world. Please welcome Sater 69 from the Sater Sphere. Hello there, and you forgot pansexuals. Oh, all right, and pansexual. or asexual banana slugs. All right. Oh yeah. <laughs> And the other in the other corner coming in at a slim 105 pounds from looking for notes, looking for notes. The Brain Hammer cast. Please welcome Mr. Larry. What do you want to go by? Larry Queen? That's yeah, that's fine. Larry Queen. Yay. I've got a cold. He's got a cold. But you sound fine to me, sir. <clears throat> All right. Also, welcome back. He's the hostess with the mostess, and he's the lead of atheist. He's got a really cool icon for his icon. Uh, it's it's Mr. Veritable Virgo. And stop typing into the chat document when I'm trying to do a show. It's distracting. Hey, that sounds like I'm doing that. <laughs> And last but not least, Mr. Haunt Cub joins us from the Haunt Cub Spear. <laughs> Alrighty then, sure. The you guys days. are supposed to talk. When I, when I introduce you, you're supposed to say something so people recognize who your voice is and they associate the voice with. Anyhow, all right, moving on to the first story. Seder, take it away. The first story, Seder, take it away. I wasn't ready for that. I started. This is me trying to to pause as I hit the. Hello there, everyone. Welcome to. <laughs> The first story this week is, why isn't my computer loading up? No, that's not the first story. (laughs) Why couldn't you connect whenever you were fine Nothing. Nothing is loading up. Uh, Well, the story is Indiana, prominent lesbian among those killed at State Fair stage collapse. And uh, while the story is not coming up for me, Anthony, I'm getting a blink screen. What it basically is is that among the five killed in the horrible, horrible accident at the Indiana State Fair – was a prominent lesbian. Oh yeah, yeah. The uh, well, first of all, that that was a late breaking story from last week that we just missed, and then I sort of saw that and went. Oh, I guess we should have talked about that. First, first question: Anyone? No one seems to be asking, but um, why was the stage so badly constructed? <laughs> oh, it's not that it was badly constructed. It's it. Honest to God, was. When they're putting a stage together like that, a temporary stage, they have no idea they're going to get wind bursts of 80 fucking miles Yeah, but hour. shouldn't you make something – shouldn't you always assume the absolute worst scenario? I mean, shouldn't you assume it's going to be like a tornado coming through here and you at least try for that? I mean – I agree. Then, then close the state fair. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, first of all, why didn't they re- say we're going to close it sooner and let people go sooner? Second of all, why wasn't that thing better constructed? Because the thing looked like it was a bunch of toothpicks. Well, on the same same sphere then, why didn't people think, oh, my God, this is dangerous. Maybe we should go. You know, that's the thing, too, is that the guy recording it. It's like after the thing collapses, collapses everyone's standing underneath the uh, – which, by the way, is a huge – Huge uh, uh, series of uh, bleachers. Um, it must be a racetrack or something. But I'm just like, I would be, uh, what, everybody was standing underneath the, the bleachers with the same sort of wonderful construction. I'm like, I would be running for the hills. <laughs> so, oh, I see. Okay, well, I'm just taking a look at uh, one of the pictures now, and it appears basically it's not so much a stage, it's the entire canopy. Well, the canopy blew off first, but then the wind just grabbed what was at the top heavy portion of it, and it just it just fell over. Yeah. And it, what was it? Sugarland? Has anybody listened to Sugarland? I don't listen to modern music. No. Is it any good? No, I don't listen to it. Okay. I don't listen to modern it's music. To if it's country. past 1942, I don't want that <laughs> shit in my ear. Yeah, so, so I mean, if, if that was anything, I think somebody should be suing Sugarland for improper stage construction or it's the band what sugarland is just the band well yeah but but then they isn't it their stage um it would probably be under the responsibility of the production company the production company then should be sued then yes or the state fair itself i'm sorry Sater. have you ever been to a fair or a state fair or a county fair how every night they have different entertainment to try to get you to come to the fair Mm -hmm. i i have been to a bit but Unlike unlike other states, we in other cities we actually have indoor arenas here at the State Fair here in Columbus, Ohio, which allows us to see such great acts as Weird Al Yankovic. Who I oh my God, well I for, I'm sorry, we we just got <laughs> outhouses here in California for our State Fair. Actually, if you go up to Cleveland, there's this crappy crappy um, arena right by the by the lake. Uh, called Tower City Pavilion, and literally, it's just it's so such a laughable excuse for a stage. It's just ridiculous. So I mean, it just it just depends where you go. But um, anyhow, I'm not sure where we're going with that tangent. Kind of, kind of, of what you're saying. Yes, people will be sued, but it'll be the Indiana State Fair Council, not the poor band who is scheduled to play. Yeah, but it's, isn't it the production company of the band though? Because isn't no, the, I looked at the, the band website. was just. The band was just one band performing there. Oh, right. every every night is a different band. You can't blame the band for their for the video. Oh, that I thought that was a traveling stage for the band. No, oh hell no. Okay, because I looked on the website, that's what it looked like. It was like their stage. Yes, uh, a current article on the subject states that the lawsuits filed over deadly Indiana fair collapse are just now getting out as of today. Yeah, the first wrongful death lawsuits. So, so in summation, if anybody would take any advice from me, of course, if nobody does, because if anybody actually listened to me, the world would be a much better place. Build things for the worst possible scenario. Build them for a five factor five tornado to come through. Yeah, do you hear that, Japan? It's your own damn fault. <laughs> yeah, well, don't get me started on Japan. That's Maybe they can't make temporary structures that strong. Yeah. Well, or China, for that matter, back when they had their earthquakes. They or, New even, or New they Zealand. Didn't, or, or San Francisco. Well, well no, the s- problem in China is that they don't even use rebar construction inside the concrete to reinforce the structure. Yeah. Make things – we all need to be making things stronger, especially with the way that the, 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 the climate change is starting to – I mean, this year in Ohio, I don't know how many – 
we've had blazing hot days and ridiculous amount of storms that are just like I'm like, okay, I just got my roof done, but I think I'm probably going to have to get done yet again because it's going to blow off with this storm. So, I mean, we're going to have to start building stuff much, much stronger because the world's all going to hell. Anyhow. You are such an angry old man. Are you I am. I am. People don't build things like they used to. Anyhow. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, moving on to the next story. Uh, let's see. One, two, three, four. <laughs> I'm going to let Veritable read this one. All righty. <clears throat> this would be Glisten Issues' cease and desist letter to the Family Research Council. And how lucky for all of us that I just finished watching that video. Let's see. So, <laughs> from uh, <laughs> Pam's House Blend. Um, this morning, Glisten, the Gay, Lesbian, and Straight Education Network, issued a cease and desist letter via its attorneys to the wait, Family wait, Research wait, who Council. Was, who's chuckling there? I'm sorry. Know. Glisten. Glisten. <laughs> Listen, you. Their name alone is gay. <laughs> they named it after watching Twilight. That's right. I thought it was Glisten. They have Gleason. a subgroup called Moist. <laughs> I think I liked it better when you couldn't connect. Oh, oh, Brought to you by Spit in a Handshake. <laughs> May I continue? Yes, please do. I'm sorry, Veritable. <laughs> All right. So um, I'm not going to reread that. Let's see. Let's see. So um, they sent a letter basically to a cease, a cease and desist letter basically to the Family Research Council demanding uh, that they cease distribution and publication of a video clip containing faults and defam- um, uh, defamatory statements about Glisten. Are you guys hearing an echo? Because I am too. A little I am bit, just yeah. slightly. Um, as well as any other uh, similar faults and uh, defamatory statement um, that may can um, what may be contained in a longer video associated with the clip. Um, essentially, what it was the um, uh, Tony Perkins, who's the head of the Family Research Council, and um, this other uh, asshat called uh, Brian Canama. Uh, uh, Cam uh, he's the head of the Massachusetts anti-gay group Mass Resistance. Um, they put together a video uh, regarding a safe sex guide uh, called The Little Black Book uh, that they allege was distributed to 5th to ninth graders um, in Massachusetts school systems back in 2005. So um, uh, apparently Glisten disagrees with their claim and uh, is telling them to cease and desist that activity. So. Yeah, yeah, I love it how anything that provides people education is is abhorrent. It's like, oh dear God, we're you know we're actually educating gay people how to be safe, and you know even that you know you're not supposed to do anything gay. You're just supposed to just quietly you know remain. We are getting a little bit sick of somewhere. You're just yeah. supposed to just you know you're just supposed to get HIV and quietly die in a corner. Or something. Yeah, yeah, just just be or, or be abstinent. You know, God is calling you to a life of abstinence. What? Because we, we know how well that works for the rest of society. Yeah, yeah. So God gave me all these emotions and desires and that said, don't do it. Yeah. So the well, fan- I don't think that whole abstinence thing worked out too well for Mary. I mean, she still got pregnant. So the Fenway Community Health Center, which is a, a leading GLBT health center in Boston, Massachusetts, um, uh, they uh, – let's see left about 10 copies of the little black book on an informational table that they rented at a conference sponsored by glisten um and apparently 
the Family Research Council or Mass Resistance picked up at least one of those. So. And can I just say for the record, the Massachusetts anti-gay group Mass Resistance has got a homo and hiding in it because no straight man would come up with that fabulous name. <laughs> Did you watch the video? No, I just I, I like the name Mass Resistance because he's a little he's a little creepy. Yeah, it's, you look at it. You know, I, I love how all the anti-gay guys would look like a complete pedophile if you just put them a different tagline <laughs> at the bottom of the screen. Right. So you know, you could just do a Daily Show thing where you put something at the bottom of the screen, and just it would completely change the entire perception of that particular person. I mean, the reality is that you know, uh, HIV rates among the um, amongst the um, um, what am I trying to say? Amongst the uh, the group, I think it's uh, thirteen to or twenty four to forty four is the is the like the most the largest demographic of where uh, where HIV is growing. Um, well, well, beyond that, it's it would be like if somebody would say, "Oh my God, are you seeing what they're teaching these kids? Math? It's abhorrent. It's completely against God's will." It's like, yeah. it's like I, I, they'll, they'll take anything, they'll they'll twist it around with mm-hmm. some flashy marketing and graphics, and oh, yeah. say it's absolutely horrific. It's like, um, it's all of your perception. If you believe that perchance that people should be educated and actually understand everything that they're going to be involved with and that sex isn't something that you really should mm-hmm. just use for single procreation, then right. maybe it would be interesting for these kids to actually have this information. Mm-hmm. However, if you're a repressive, complete psychopath from the 12th century, <laughs> then yeah, maybe you would think that this would be a bad thing. What I got a kick out of it was that he's flipping through the book and he's saying, you know, okay, so here's where they tell these young kids where to go meet up for oral sex, you know, and, and of course you never get a chance to see the book. Yeah, well, either way, it doesn't matter because people are going to do what they want to do anyhow. It's it's just like it, 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 but people have done found other ways to um, yep. to go get sex anyhow. It's just more convenient with the internet. It's like, do you think we're going to be worried about a book? Have you looked mm. on the internet? Right, and it should have more value. At least that you know the public health officials know that this stuff is happening, and that they have a protocol to sort of engage the youth and know, provide and that, provide that, healthy messages. But you you're know? asking that's logic. I, oh yeah, yeah. Well, and it's also. I mean, I've worked in the public health circles, and I've seen this stuff actually work for the good. It's 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 well. Don't get me star in religion. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to be nice to uh, our occasional religious hosts that come on here and respect all views. But yeah, I mean because that's important too. Yeah, it's just man, people are just absolutely. Well, you know, and I think I think when people use religion as a weapon, then um, I think all, all you know all bets are off, and uh, and you can you you know you can talk uh, to that and against it. It's it's uh, because that's not what it's for. Um, you know, spirituality and religion. But unfortunately, religion is at the center of almost every conflict throughout history. Yeah, that's exactly. All right. And uh, let's, I think we'd be in that one to a dead. Yes, the horse is dead, no longer breathing. <laughs> Move Our on. Cubby is still there? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and drop off because of the echo issue. All right, I'll re All right. And now he's had, he's had a lot of trouble. He's had a lot of trouble with the echo. Must be some kind of setting. He's had a uh, problem. Whatever. And now, while we're picking him up, 
This is a test of the emergency broadcasting system that broadcasts your area with voluntary cooperation. Federal, state, and local authorities have developed the system to keep you informed of the event of an actual emergency. If this would have been an actual emergency, the attention signal you just have would have been followed by information, user instructions. This concludes this test of the Northeast Ohio area of the emergency broadcasting system. Wow. Every day during Scooby Doo. Permanently ingrained in my brain. Permanently ingrained in my brain. Scooby Doo is now is that is that a, a special like a gay themed version no, of Scooby Doo? Okay. I flubbed it up a little bit, but I literally they, they played that every day during Scooby Doo, and it was it was I have it permanently in my brain from of course you Channel do. W forty three UAB Northeast Ohio. <laughs> All right, on to the next story, Larry, if you would please. Story. Yes, NCTE. Yes, Medicare covers hormones. Yay for Medicare! Yay for hormones! Oh, I thought that said covers homos. Okay. <laughs> no, homos. Okay. <laughs> and, and you guys went and add stuff to the list. Uh, it's a good thing I went back and look at it. <laughs> I didn't add anything. Did you click on the story? That wasn't there before. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, there's a little flink. Okay. Anthony, <laughs> oh, so I'm, I'm we need a tutorial. Man, this is like fourth grade class all over again. We need a tutorial before we record, Anthony. I know. I really do need to go over how to use Google Docs. Yeah, you got to you got to de-virginize everybody the first time okay. around. Okay. I'm learning. Well, I will try to flub my way through this. Okay. Uh, we often hear from transgender people and doctors who are confused about what Medicare benefits do and don't cover. To address these, que- to address these questions, we've created a new resource that transgender beneficiaries, beneficiaries and doctors need to see. The new resource explains that while Medicare does not cover sex reassignment surgery, it does cover medically ne- necessary hormone therapy, and routine preventative care, regardless of the gender marker in one's records. It also details how to navigate the appeal process if you are denied coverage. As part of our ongoing federal aging policy agenda, NCTE will continue advocating for sex reassignment surgery coverage in Medicare and ensure that transgender needs are fully addressed in all public health programs. But what your doctor doesn't know can hurt you. Download and share this resource with... Okay, that's just... <laughs> you sounded like it one of those commercials for try Paloxophil. For... <laughs> right, do you have anal warts? Try this. New improved Oops, I Crap My Pants diapers. Ready for every adult. <laughs> oh, Gotta read God. side effects. <laughs> side effects include oh, everything. God. I thought this was a fucking classy podcast. <laughs> what? what were you thinking? Yeah, what were you thinking? You're on here. I mean, seriously. <laughs> How dare, dare you. you? All right, so any thoughts other than yippee? Yippee! Yippee! I, I, think, I think it's great. I think it's great for those getting the reassignment surgery. However, I would have to question that the whole idea of meta of the insurances is to cover necessary items. And although I think it's awesome that you know people can get the surgery and that it's an option for them but i mean it's not like it, it's an illness that is being corrected necessarily unless i'm well, it, could, it could be linked to mental illness though that, well yes that is true well, either way if it's if it's if it is a medical condition they should be getting mm-hmm. they should be allowed to get what they need so they can live healthy and healthful lives Within reason, I could, you know, I'm, I'm 
No, actually, I can't see any downfall of that other than we just have, you know, everybody needs to chip in to help other, you get in the whole debate of other people paying for other people's benefits and stuff like that. And, yeah, and, well, because I, I work in the healthcare industry, I, I see plenty of people actually try and milk the system. And then yet there's, on the other hand, there's people who don't use the resources that they have at their hand to make life bearable for themselves. Right. And... Well, there also is an industry. I, I used to work in the healthcare and care industry, and there is the complete plethora of, oh, well, we're going to give you every sort of drug we can to completely ruin your body and at the same time make tons of money off of you. Oh, side yeah. effects don't appear for five years? Fantastic. <laughs> exactly. and by the time you grow that extra eyeball, we'll have something to take care of it. Yeah, exactly. But at least near, when your debt collectors come, You'll see them coming from behind your head by that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you guys had an guys... interesting perspective to it, Lanny. <laughs> Man, you guys, you guys are on a roll this week. That's uh, I, I like. I like this team. All right, all right. So, moving on to the next story, a Hunk Cub. You haven't read, so you get to tell us about Mr. Adam Carolla. Yes. Um, this comes from PinkNews.co.uk. U.S. comedian Adam Carolla suffered a Asshole. Half, suffered has offered a half apology for making homophobic and transphobic remarks. The star was condemned by gay rights groups for last week's episode of the Adam Carolla Show, in which he hit out at gays and transgender people. Carolla, who has posed for the anti-homophobia no hate campaign, said, "Can the gays shut up? Just get married and please shut up. You're ruining my life." Discussing a petition to allow the Sesame Street puppets to wed, he said, "Yeah, Bert and Ernie, but." Am I, is this a... Yeah, you can say butt-fucking. Butt-fucking. I just want to make sure we're an 18-plus podcast. Bucking are going to save a lot of lives. It's going to be awesome. Referring to LGBT, he said, what does the BLT stand for? He later suggested (laughs) that yuck would be more inappropriate. About transgender people, he said, when did we start giving a shit about these people? Corolla also took aim at Cher's transgender son, Chaz Bono, saying, every time I see Chaz Bono, my cock looks at me and says, What? Speaking to TMZ yesterday, Corolla said, I'm sorry my comments were hurtful. I'm a comedian, not a politician. The comedian said last year that gay parents were not as good as straight parents. Herndon Graddick, senior director of programs at GLAD, said, given his history of anti-gay and racist comments, networks and advisors should know what their money is supporting if they choose to hire Adam Corolla. The gross intolerance that he tries to pass off as comedy should not have a place on our airwaves. Ass wipe. Now, wait a minute here. Once again... Yeah, you got to take the context. Yeah, because you got to understand it. Because you know, Lisa Lampanelli says the exact same thing, but no one—it's all under the guise. You understand? It's—it's just tongue in cheek. Yeah, it's tongue in cheek. You're taking something that's completely the absurdity and just saying it because you really don't believe that, but you're just saying it because it's like what idiot would say that other than an asshole. So once again, I ask, what was the connotation and how was he saying it? Because in text here, yeah, that seems, you know, really harsh, but what was his inflection? I mean, because he... His inflection was making fun at homos. Yes, but what is... We make fun of ourselves all the time. Was I mean, he being like yes. Tracy Morgan? Yes, I, I'm putting him right over with Tracy Morgan. Yeah, but Tracy Morgan once. See, I, Tracy Morgan, I, I, I was a little bit towards the extreme. I could look at this, and if he's sort of saying this and laughing, I don't think he was being serious. I mean, it, it, I really, you know, in hindsight, I should try to track down the audio recording of this. 
is what I should have done, and maybe that would have helped. Let's well, like the Chaz Bono comment is just, um, I mean, that just seems like humor to me. It's not, I don't know. Yeah, I, I actually, my first, and in, 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 I was almost left when you read that right now, but then I, I held back. So I, I, this is the problem with comedy is that if you don't understand where the person or the comedic person is coming from, that you can't really understand if that's an actual hateful remark and or it's actually just the comedian saying something because it's completely off the wall and it's not really what's in their heart. Well, it's kind of like Howard Stern. I mean, everybody knows where he stands on gay rights, but yeah. But yet he – I mean you could pull out a million comments he's made over his career and say that he's a homophobe. Oh, well, oh yeah. yeah. Howard Stern's made fun of – he'll actually he, – he, he says stuff all the time. But he's the most adamant gay, pro-gay person and same thing with the you know African-Americans. He'll, he'll make fun of Robin and stuff that's you know very much – uh, you know, would be, uh, you know, um, racist jokes if you just pulled it out of context. But if you understand the context and where he's coming from, you realize he's just making fun of the actual phrases and not actually saying that. So I, so I don't know. I, I First of all, I rarely find Adam Carolla funny to begin with. <laughs> I mean, he did this commercial for the for some car show or something, yeah. and it was just so bad. I'm just like, oh, dude. Yeah, bathing in oil and drinking a bowl full of spark plugs. Yeah, it was like, dude, that probably was a good idea on paper, but when you went what? into the recording studio, yeah. you, it was so badly directed. It just yeah. does not work. So, Although I, I thought those spark, I thought the bowl full of spark plugs was really cool because you know that they had to create those out of sugar or something. So I thought that was cool. Well, it just you know it's just one of those things where it's like, first of all, writing comedy, as I well know, is hard sometimes because you almost it's either you're making fun of somebody or you're being self-deprecating, or you're making fun of a situation. There's very little you can do sometimes, right? Other than just going silly, and. Sometimes you'll have the best idea. I when I've written stuff for the Gay Comedy Podcast, it's I see it in my mind and I write it down and then I get in the studio and I can't convey to my actors what I want them to say properly. And especially when you're dealing with some actors who have um what's the way you reverse the words? Um the letters. Dyslexia. Dyslex mild dys- dyslexia. Sometimes it's very hard for me to get the emotion and the, what the actual inflection of what the humor is. And sometimes they'll go over the top or not go and give enough performance. So it's very hard sometimes to get – you. And when it comes out perfectly, you're like, oh, yes, that's exactly what I want. You're so happy. But, you know, five times out of ten, it's a crapshoot. And you're just like, all right, well, it is what it is. So, Right. I, anybody, anybody. I will, for the record, not be supporting Adam Carolla in any way, shape, or form any more than I do Tracy Morgan. Well, I didn't, I didn't support Mayon because the Man Show was the bit worst show on TV to begin yeah, with. Yeah, it was pretty bad. That was like Plus, really... I just like his podcast, and you should be listening to the Seder Sphere anyway. Exactly. Hey, plugs at the end of the show, bucko. Oh, I'm sorry. You're okay. fine. <laughs> All right. Next story. Uh, hey, since you're talking, Seder, why don't you read the next story? I wanted the next one after this well, one. If, all right, I'll read this one. Mm-hmm. Gay rights group sues Missouri school districts over website blocks. A school district in Missouri, Gitmon... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So just explain here I have the No Agenda, Adam Curry's uh, No Agenda show. 
and uh, I have the no agenda bullshit filter on my on my browser, and it changes things to to. I'm just gonna read this straight. It, it'll change things like uh, United States to like Gitmo Nation. <laughs> so literally, it changed the text to Gitmo Nation West. On this story, oh wow, that's funny. Okay, uh, so school district Missouri Gitmo Nation West is being sued for gay rights groups for restricting access to informative gay websites. Camdenton wrote what? Camdenton R I R three. I read it as R three school district is being sued by the Gitmo Nation Civil Liberties Union, which says that the district has ignored warnings that its actions are unconstitutional. The ACLU has been writing to schools and school districts around the country to demand that they cease filtering information supporting LGBT websites which have no explicit content. This lawsuit was filed on behalf on the number of gay rights groups whose websites are blocked by district. Uh, P-Flag, uh, Matthew Shepard Foundation, Campus Pride, Dignity USA, and Catholic yeah. LGBT organization. There's such a thing. Yes. The LCU, ACLU notes that comparable anti-gay websites are still accessible. Scrolling down, scrolling down. Yeah, so and this is something that drives me nuts, especially in workplaces, is that they won't block Fox News, but they'll block anything gay or mm-hmm. anything related to gay, even if there's absolutely no nudity on the site, mm-hmm. but it's listed in this gay filter and whatnot. But all yep. the religious sites are unblocked, all the anti-gay sites are unblocked, and it, you know, it's. Don't get me started on the censorship in the American workplace. Well, you know what they do is they put, they just put a, a, a word filter. They put, they filter the word gay, and that blocks everything out. So it doesn't matter whether there's educational information, whether there's public health information. Right. And, and I actually challenged that in a job that I worked at because the work that I had to do was providing public health messages and and safer sex messages. And I actually went to the IT person and I said. Um, please tell me that you do not have the word gay filtered out on our network. And if you do, it better change right away because I'm trying to look up information and I can't get through. Well, no, Within 24 hours, the sites were back up. Yeah, well, not <laughs> only that, but they'll use these other corporations and these, these corporations who, have, who maintain these lists mm-hmm. basically maintain these websites that this is a gay website or these are adult yeah. websites. And yep. it just completely, you know, will just completely block it even though – in my previous job, they blocked Facebook because mm-hmm. they were worried that Facebook would be – people would be wasting too much time. And literally we had to go to them and say, dipshits, we are in marketing. Marketing yeah. involves Facebook. So we need right. to get access to <laughs> Facebook to market to people who – it's, it's just corporations. Right. You have all these old yeah. – you had all these old timers, all these like, well, we don't want people going on and defaming themselves for our company. It's like it's none of your fucking business what people do. Right. Well, and you get that problem too. Is it, and it's not always necessarily an age issue, but you get that problem when, when larger companies have a, a serious level of disconnect between the departments where you know whoever's in charge of marketing doesn't doesn't speak to the IT department to say look we need access to those resources so don't shut us out of it well it's also trying to legis- legislate morality Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. you know, we we don't believe that you should be looking at that stuff. It's like um, it's right. educational, informative stuff. Uh, you blocked YouTube, which pretty much includes every demonstration of how to use software out there. So how am I supposed to send people something to learn how to use software? It, you dipshits. 
You right. absolute bastards, dipshits. Uh, fucking get a T1 connection. Now my yeah. current job, by my current job, wonderful. Previous job in the healthcare industry, big ball suckers. Yeah, and that and that's another issue where you know they 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 um, they scrimp on or, or on on technology so they don't have the higher speed capacity right. and so they're trying to they're trying to constrain everybody's activities so that you're not overloading your network when you should just get uh, you get enough bandwidth to run your business i mean the the place i work now has a terrible internet connection um and they're and they're actually using the same internet provider that i use at home and it's it's well known for being uh proliferating spam so i had email that i sent out at work that was being bounced back you know, I mean, mission-critical email that yeah. wasn't getting out of the building. Yeah. Same thing happened um, at my workplace. And I had to report it to the IT department, and they, they, they then they opened up a, a, a service ticket with the ISP to say, look, we've got to fix this somehow. You were saying, Larry, you had the same experience? Uh, yes. They were having problems with uh, some of our big contract providers emailing us orders, and the emails weren't getting through. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. uh, either them or we were listed as a spam because yep. we were on similar servers and whatnot. And you know what? It's not just the internet connections that's the issue. When you have large companies that have software where you're operating on a thin client or a remote mm-hmm. access, that slows things down so badly. Because you're typing in something at a remote station, just like everybody else, it's going back to the main computers. And then that cycle, when it gets the information, it cycles back to you. It's like doubling up the internet. Yeah. Well, from streaming, I can understand, you know, sort of blocking some streaming sites and, you know, just telling people that there's a resource. But I I love the fact when when it was a perfect example was during the 2004 uh, election cycle. And the only sanity I had in my ears, I was working in uh, Mansfield, Ohio. In a little podunk manufacturing plant, and the only sanity to all the Republican douchebags that were there—they're very nice people too—but there were a lot of douchebags. Was um, was the uh, was Howard Stern, and Howard Stern was the only one who was speaking any sanity in my ear during the day, where people were all for George Bush and George Bush is going to save us, blah 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 blah. And I'm just like, are you absolutely fucking crazy? And they ended up turning on their filter thing. Oh, well, Fox News isn't blocked, but what? Howard Stern's website was blocked. And Howard Stern's website, yes, it's a little bit risque, but it wasn't nudity. And I'm just, and it just pissed me off that it's like, you know what? Your judgification of morality should not have to affect my judgification. And it's like, if you don't want to be offended, don't walk in my fucking office when I'm on the screen. You know? And, but I, eh. Anyhow, I'm being, very, I'm being much of an old man today. I really should be the host, I really should be the host of this show. Don't walk into my office while I'm downloading from the from the BitTorrents. No, hey, I, I, that I, stripper I, sitting on the Cydia machine <laughs> is part of an educational piece of information. I, I really could make the It's like yeah, I really can make an, an argument. Yes, could porn be playing on my computer? 
Yes. Am I jacking off in the middle of the office? No. Yes. No. <laughs> no. So it's a, it's a you know, every, just everything broken down is a series of zeros and ones, and all mm-hmm. it is is pixels. You can't be offended by a series of zeros and ones. It's you taking the images and making them offensive. That is your problem, not mine. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. on. On a slight side note, I sure. have read a couple of different articles in men's magazines. That that actually say you know what to, to relax during the middle of the day you should squeeze one out in your office with the door <laughs> closed and locked to, to relieve some stress. That's why I run home every day during my lunch break. Not not wink wink. Not not wink wink. So that's anyhow, why, that's why grind, grinder is so popular. Oh, oh grinder. <laughs> Oh, hey, by the way, have you guys seen like the can of worms? Have you guys seen the blog Douchebags of Grinder yet? Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I love it because anybody that is anybody that says I only want white guys and masculine guys is an automatic douchebag. <laughs> how about or how about the like the one the Asians that say no Asians, please? I know that's funny too. I'm Asian. For me, I don't want the, Asians. I'm not here for hookups, just friends. Yeah. Really. What? Yeah. Well, that's what we went out, so that's what I put. I just... Douche. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do that on Scruff. <laughs> Scruff's good, too. There's also Bender and... Uh, jacked. Jack, jacked, yes. All right, there you go, kids. Now you know where to get... You don't have to worry about a black book. <laughs> just download it to your iPhone. <laughs> now they'll be boycotting your site. Yes, all right. Uh, next story, Seder, please. I'm gonna. I love this. I saw this on Google Plus earlier this week. Somebody had posted. This is a, a blog gets too obsessed on Tumblr, and this yep. is just a blog post that a mom wrote. And when I read it, and you have to keep in mind, I'm a huge Glee fan. I'm a big Gleek myself. So this this article just made me go. Oh. So the the article is titled "Mommy, They Are Just Like Me." My oldest son is six years old and in love for the first time. He is in love with Blaine from Glee. For those of you who don't know, Blaine is a boy, a gay boy, the boyfriend of one of those main characters, Kurt. This isn't a he thinks Blaine is really cool kind of love. It is a mooning at a picture of Blaine's face for a half hour, followed by a wistful, he's so pretty kind of love. (laughs) He loves the episode where two boys kiss. My son will call people in from other parts of the house to make sure they don't miss his, quote, favorite part. He's been (laughs) doing rewind it and watch it again and again and force others to as well. If he doesn't think people have been paying enough attention, this infatuation doesn't bother me or his father. We live in a very hip liberal neighborhood. Many of our friends are gay. And the idea of having a gay son isn't something that bothers either of us. Our son is going to be who he is, and it is our job to love him. End of story. He's also six. Six-year-olds get obsessed with all kinds of things. This might not mean anything at all. We always joke that he's either gay or we have the best blackmail material in history of mankind. <laughs> Street boy. Take that naked bath time pictures. Then, <laughs> then the other day we were traveling across the state looking for the Warblers album, of course. And in the middle of candles, my son pipes up from the back seat. Mommy... Kurt and Blaine are boyfriends. Yes, they are, I affirm. They don't like kissing girls. They just kiss boys. That's true. Mommy, they are just like me. 
That's great, baby. You know, I love you no matter what, right? I know I could hear him rolling his eyes at me. When we got home, I recapped this conversation to his dad, and we stood simply looking into each other's eyes for a moment. Then we smiled. So if at 16, he wants to make a big announcement at the dinner table, we can say, you told us when you were six. Pass the carrots, and he'll be disappointed when he stole his big dramatic moment. My husband says a laugh and hugs me. Only time will tell if my son is gay, but if he is, I'm glad he's mine. I am glad he has been born into our family, a family full of people who would love and accept him, people who will never want him to change, with parents who look forward to dancing at his wedding. And I have to admit, Blaine would be a pretty cute son-in-law. <laughs> if it were for the fact that he's actually straight. And I'm wondering, she said she can hear him rolling his eyes at her. <laughs> oh, it's well, the, of the, voice. the boy needs some Visine if that's the case. No, but it'd be something no, where it's joking. like, you know, your mom goes, your mom goes, I love you no matter what. You know, oh, jeez. I know. Right, right. Yeah, I know. So, but, but, uh, she got a lot of response over that story and whatnot. And it's it's yeah. it's exactly what it's what moms should be like. Yeah, there's what like thirty eight thousand notes on here. Yeah, yeah. So that was a be- it was a beautiful story, but uh, it, it just goes to show how the times are a changing. Well, you know, I mean, it's 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 a it's parents or a parent. Uh, I mean, she seems like the father's uh, also on the same page that really understand that no matter what they want, their child is going to be who, who he wants to be. True that, true that. Right. Well, the, and I think, you know, I think a lot, a lot of people struggled. I mean, I don't know about anybody else, but, you know, I, I struggled with it when I was growing up in, in terms of, you know, what's everyone going to think about me because of that disclosure, you know? And then it turns out it was really not a big issue. <laughs> you do more, more agonizing than anything else. Well, it's, it depends on your situation. I, I know when I went to college, it wasn't a big issue, but back home, it was still, you know, yeah. such a such a yeah. taboo subject. But it's funny, is uh, you know, ten how many years? Fifteen years later, it's mm-hmm. it's you know, my mom's done a complete turnaround. Yeah. She's very supportive of me and my partner and whatnot, and mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's people you can win people over. If you try with with patience and love and understanding and not hate, so yeah. All right. That being said, let's watch something funny. And this is a little bit. This is a couple of years old, but I just saw this the other day and I laughed my <laughs> ass off on this. So everyone, get your uh, YouTube set up. Oh, we should wait, be watching. Some, we should be watching something with the warblers in it. What with the what? <laughs> the warblers. I never even heard of them. I want to watch the warblers about as much as I want to watch Bernie. Is that a kid thing? <laughs> I have no it's idea what the Warblers are. Or the are. It's who Blaine is with on Glee, the Warblers. Oh, people are dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, wait, wait, rewind What it. are we watching? Rewind First it. First of all. Start at zero and be dead, dead to me. Everybody, everybody roll back to and get ready when I... Ugh, I don't have that Pause over. it, goddammit. Pause the goddamn thing. Nobody knows how to do that. Someone can listen to instructions. <laughs> I'm just a tech wait, wait. geek. Damn it. All right, so every, everybody load the YouTube video 
Start, yeah. Put it back at zero, and when I count down to one, then we're yeah. going to watch the Muppets Bohemian Rhapsody. you got to wait. Cause wait it's are, we, are we going to click on one, or are we going to click on zero? Uh, click I'm glad on you zero. asked that, because I thought the same thing. Okay, yeah, we're going to – well, let's make sure everybody loads it first. So. Now, mind you, last week he said – he last week he said, I'm going to count to one, and then everyone click. And he goes, all right, everyone go. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's the toughest thing to, t- to time up, though. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, three, especially two, on Skype. One, beep. Yeah, it, especially on Skype, so – but uh, I, basically, I'm going to be playing mine. I just want you guys to basically be laughing. The the laughs will be somewhat on cue. So, uh huh. All right. So if you haven't seen this, it's the Muppet Muppets doing Bohemian Rhapsody. Only two years old. Say what? It's only two years old. Yeah, but it's hilarious. <laughs> just... it's, it's actually about twenty five years old, but it's. it's awesome. Not this version. Shut up, Larry. All right. Is everybody ready? No, yeah. I'm not even at 50% yet. Oh. You're well, fine. You don't need to be at 50. It'll catch up. Yeah, it'll catch yeah. up. All right. All right. We, must have, we must have trouble with our connection today, so. All right. Three. Go on zero, okay? <laughs> Three, <laughs> two, one. Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? Caught in a landslide, no escape from reality. <laughs> Open your eyes, look up to the sky. <laughs> wow, look at the size of them chicken breasts. <laughs> I'm just a poor boy, I need no sympathy. Cause I'm easy come, easy go, little high. <laughs> saying I killed a guy with a gun. (laughs) Mama, I hate a man. I hear the rains of a Let me show. 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 Let me show.
Remind me to stop setting up these video conferences. Not very productive. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> there to be a lot of drugs going around at that Muppet studio. Uh, oh. Yeah, that does actually look fairly recent. Yeah, it was 2009, so mm-hmm. I, I loved it. So that's I think the funniest thing the Muppets have done in, done in a long time. <laughs> I, lo- I love the cook, though. <laughs> <laughs> Now, the, the funny anecdote about that is that his language, yeah. Swedish chef, mm-hmm. is an option in an online uh, multiplayer video game oh, called Skill really? Wars. <laughs> you click, you, you you got English, French, Dutch, whatever, and then down at the bottom is Swedish chef. Oh, wow. The entire game is translated into Swedish chef and all these elongated vowels and stuff. It's hilarious. Nice. <laughs> Crazy. All right, back to the news. Uh, who hasn't read in a while? Hong Cub, would you read the next one? Is that the Jamaican one? Yeah. Jamaican yeah, crazy. Nah. Well, <laughs> I don't have much to read here. It just says uh, Jamaican <laughs> TV rejects pro-gay PSA. Under pressure from Christian Goops, Jamaica's leading television station is refusing to run this pro-gay PSA from the local activist group J Flag. And then there's a video, <laughs> and I have not watched it. Oh, darn it. I think that was supposed to be our video of the week. Arr. Um, Well, tell you what. Why don't you guys watch that video while I add David that Blue Jeans guy to our show? So let's uh, – well, well, I guess I could play this as well. You're right, Christine. No one has a gay Jamaica. I believe 
Worst acting ever. <laughs> I don't think it's up for an Academy Award. They're not actors, they're brother and sister. Where do they find white Jamaicans? Yeah. <laughs> worst, worst acting ever, but in the, well, the heart's there. So, um, one second here. Stand. I feel gypped. Where's all the dreadlocks? Well, is it Jamaica like the absolute like? Um, I, I don't I see any cannabis plants growing in the background. David from that blue jeans guy joins us from our offsite shore uh, response. Hello, center. David. Hello. How are you? <laughs> Good. We're, we're talking about Jamaicans. What's up with you? Uh, I did, uh, yeah, I saw that one. I'm trying to remember where I saw that. Yeah, rejecting the pro-gay PSA. Yep. I, you know, um, I can see the same thing happening in this country, unfortunately. You know, um, I mean, it sounds like they're... they're in, basically, it sounds like they're... <laughs> what the heck is that doing to my Hawk voice? Cubs, Hawk, after a while, Hawk Cubs thing starts giving us some echo. So, yeah, I'm gonna. It sounds like, like, I don't know why like my voice is an EVP or something. I'll, I'll re I'll re-add you. So just drop off and I'll re-add you real quick. All right. Okay. So yeah, please please continue, David. Okay. Now, uh, see, this is the kind of thing that you could certainly see happening in this country because. How many different times have we had the religious right protesting um, things? And I, I, they have less of a, an effect now, I guess, than they did before. But, but David, but, you're, missing, you're missing the best part about this, the acting. What? It was so stellar. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> most PSAs have bad acting. I know. That's true in this country as well. Yeah. No, well, not not in this country. We got we got big money in our PSAs and our in our government in our uh, electional stuff. I mean, it's you very rarely if if you do see something that's a little bit corny, usually ends up on the Daily Show. No, this is true. <laughs> well, see, I wasn't privy to the earlier part of the conversation, so I was just giving an opinion on the the Jamaican culture and the the Christianists going after. The gays. Well, the, is the Jamaican like a very hostile towards gay people? If somebody was most, telling me, um, I, I'm probably Caribbean overgeneralizing, is. but most of the Caribbean is. Yeah, uh, I'd agree most, with that. Is it Caribbean or Caribbean? How do you say it? I, I say like you know, tomato, tomato. Yeah. I say it's up and ketchup. It's down south. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's. I don't go anywhere to say past something here, Anthony. Say what? Are you trying to say something here? I don't pass anywhere near the Ohio state line. <laughs> I go north to Michigan. That's the only place I go. Okay, because I, I am I am from south I of the know Ohio you are, state thus line. Thus the joke. And now that we've completely explained the joke to our viewers, <laughs> next story. Who's from New Jersey? Anyone from New Jersey? Sater, you can do a New Jersey accent. Oh, Lordy, have mercy. I wasn't expecting that to read New Jersey. Come on. Uh, New Jersey. New Jersey. Come the only on. thing I know about New Jersey is the Toxic Avenger. <laughs> Han Cub will get Trauma. that one. Oh, that's funny. New I don't Jersey. Watch Jersey Shore. Bridal shop rejects lesbian patron for her illegal wedding. Apparently, Donna was stunned to learn after reviewing your customer information sheet that you're a lesbian. On the paperwork, you've crossed out the word groom and written partner instead, and then inserted your fiancé's name. 
She said she wouldn't work with me because I'm gay, you recalled. She also said that I came home from came from a nice Jewish family and that it was a shame I was gay. She said, that's right. There's, there's wrong and this is wrong. And she also said you have the voicemail to prove it and what you were planning at was illegal, that we do not participate in any, any illegal activities. I was devastated, you told me. I was crying. I called her a bigot. I told her, I am a happy person, and you are a miserable person. Then she hung up on me. <laughs> you have to you, you admit to using some choice words when you call her. This is a, such a bizarrely written article. I know. Once again, it's not exactly the best written article. But, but the, yeah, so. So, so the point is, do we know the name of the business so we, we could tell everybody not to partake in... Um, Offhand, no. But uh, since when is a gay wedding illegal? <laughs> Especially in New Jersey. I mean, they do recognize <laughs> some type of same-sex union. I think domestic partnership. Dear God, New Jersey needs all the happiness it can get. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you know, they got the Jersey Shore after all. Actually, no, they, they, they're over in uh, Italy uh, this the, year, right? The name of the place is called Here Comes the Pride. Oh, well, okay, so folks, don't support and don't go to Here Comes the Bride. In Summers Point, New Jersey. In Summers Point, New Jersey, for your bridal needs. There are plenty of other places which are gay-friendly and not absolutely batshit crazy. However, I do believe that would be the great name of a shop that sells sex toys to newlyweds. <laughs> this is true. I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm two ways on this. I think it's the shit attitude to take. Um, but I also think that, you know, she runs a business. She has the right to refuse service to anybody. And, my God, there's got to be plenty of bridal shops in New Jersey. And we have the right to inform people of bridal shops that you, they don't have to spend their money right. on. I understand that, but well, let's yeah. face it. I mean, she's already turned down a lesbian wedding. I have a feeling that, um, well, it's a, it's a bridal shop, right? She's probably turned down more, so. Right. You know, it's a bridal shop, so, um, you know, chant, uh, we, uh, it's going to take some progressive thinking straight brides, essentially, right. to really make an impact on this because the number of lesbian brides. Bridal shops Probably. aren't going out of business, so no, no. Yeah. Look, they're no, but starting up a gay bridal shop, you'll be starting making bank here very shortly, <laughs> especially in New York. And I'm going to call it "Here Comes the Groom." There you go. Oh, that's a great idea. Is that URL registered? I don't know. <clears throat> oh, hold on. Type oh in. Lord! Here Imagine a wedding dress that looks like a tuxedo. Thegroom.com. Oh, damn that would be it. cool. Someone else says it already. I'm afraid of what's on it. Well, you yeah. know what? It's actually no. Actually, it's 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 it's. There's a picture of a regular uh, a female because the groom could also be, you know, a straight wedding as well. So actually, what would really be cool uh, is to do a wedding dress that's black, then with a uh, a jacket over the bodice. Yeah, that would be a cool looking wedding dress. It'd be a wicked looking wedding dress, but that would actually be kind of cool. All David, black. are you planning something you're not telling us? <laughs> um, no, I am not. You know what can happen in Vegas really, really, really fast? And probably has. 
All right. So on it the, can or it could. <laughs> on to the next story. Since you're just joining us, David, you get to read the next story. All right. Let me pull it up here. Florida teacher suspended for Facebook anti-gay remarks. Yes. Possibly. Let me see here. Make sure it comes up here. And it's not wanting to load. There we go. Okay. Florida teacher suspended for Facebook anti-gay remarks, and it's still loading right now. There we go. A Florida teacher who wrote on Facebook that he almost threw up when New York legalized gay marriage has been suspended. And by the way, legalized was spelled with an S. This is a British article. <laughs> uh, Jerry Buell, a social studies teacher at Mount Dora High School, also wrote that gay marriages were a cesspool and a sin. He was suspended by Lake County School District officials under a new social media policy for teaching staff. Uh, Mr. Buell made the comments on July 25th on his home computer. The school district says he will be given an administrative position while an investigation is carried out. Oh, God, please. Sure, put him, put him over leading other people. Yeah, there we go. Uh, speaking to the Orlando Central Sentinel, he said, I, It wasn't out of hatred. It was about the way I interpret things. He added, I've had kids that I've known that have been homosexuals. They know that I don't hate them. I love them. Okay, first of all, your first clue is he calls them homosexuals. <laughs> um, former pupil Brett Winters, 27, said the teacher's remarks were hateful and dangerous to gay students. The issue of homophobia in U.S. schools has rarely left the headlines in the last year after a number of high-profile teen LGBT suicides. Um, that whole thing, it wasn't out of hatred. It was about the way I interpret things. Uh, apparently, he interpreted things in a very hateful manner. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, I'm just saying. But, but I this, could be going this, out on a big old limb. This goes back to that other discussion that we had a couple weeks ago after the show where should teachers be held accountable to stuff that they say on Facebook and MySpace and stuff like and websites when it's not related to anything of them? They're you know what they in this yeah. case yes uh, no, 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 no. I, all right let me finish tell me i'm wrong i'm not gonna tell you i'm you're wrong, tell you you're wrong. <laughs> prove me wrong I, um, no i just like saying you're wrong <laughs> i think yes they should be because they are dealing with impressionable minds they are dealing with kids i, I didn't say uh, mount dora high school okay you're, you're dealing with kids when their identities are really being formed at a time when they're under intense social pressure to fit in, to uh, be like everybody else. Uh, they are really coming to terms with their sexuality. And having a teacher sit there and tell them they're sick, twisted, and perverted, that David. gay marriages were assessed. David, they can say the exact same argument and turn it around. Actually, hold on, hold on, Anthony. Yes. David, did yes. he say it at work? He didn't say it at work, but... And why does it matter? Um, he said it on his personal Facebook right. while he was at home. Right, my question Should he is, be held accountable? Do they still? Um, I think you've lost your David. I, I actually, wow. Oh, I, okay. Well, Take I actually. Time. It's okay. I actually, if you'll shut up and let me talk. <laughs> God, shut up now. <laughs> Um. I actually operate under a similar social media policy at the Wonder Emporium uh, that um, we have to be careful what we say. Uh, okay. 
And is, is that fair? Um, I think in this day and time when um, people's work lives and their personal lives are becoming very intermeshed, um, yes. Um, I mean, I, I would not. I would personally, as a parent, not want to hear any parent, whether or not my kid is gay or straight or bi or whatever, saying that they that um, gay marriages were a cesspool and a sin, because there is that thing of you never really stop being a teacher until you retire. You know, school may not be in session. Uh, you may not be in the school building. But you are still an example to that student. Well, You're then you still... should find a new line of work then, shouldn't you? I think so. I think so. I mean, if you, you know, if, if you're not, if you're going to be that hateful toward people at that critical a stage in their lives. Uh, was, and, he, was he being, but, uh, but was he being hateful to anyone? Yeah. Not, not anyone in particular, but more like a class. And let me reverse the situation here and, and draw from an, a personal experience here. When I was a junior, no, senior in high school, because I had the same teacher for English both years, um, we were studying Catch-22, the, the novel. And the, one of the first lines in the book is, from the first time Yosarian saw the chaplain, he loved him, or something like that. She says, okay, stop right there. What do you think about that? It was first thing. And, um, I mean, my, my teacher had been a flower child. She barely missed going to um, uh, Woodstock, the whole kind of thing. She was very granola at the time when I didn't know what a granola was. But she took that moment and she pointed out the fact that they were talking about, I mean, this, this was an actual romantic attraction that Yosarian had with, with the chaplain. And she started talking about it. And, of course, there's the usual, you know, redneck students starting to say nasty things. And she said, let me tell you something. If you want to be looked at as a knuckle dragger and as, a, and as anything other than a, an intelligent person, then you carry on with that attitude. But I guarantee you, when you get outside of, 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 of this little town of Irwin, Tennessee, and you see in a restaurant a lesbian couple seating each other at the ch at their table, you will understand there's a lot more to life than you've currently seen right now. And I thank that woman every day. Uh, that's, that I, that's great, but was she being hateful to somebody? She wasn't being hateful. Well, she was being hateful. Uh, she was challenging the, the limited attitude where a person was, was making homophobic comments. She just said, look... This this is going to be a fact of life. You might as well get used to it. Well, well, but the, let's just bring it back. Really. But and, I, and I'm trying to bring it back here. Okay. My point is, as a person who later on did realize, yes, he was gay. I realized everything that 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 teacher had done for me in that moment. Me and other people just like me. That she, in that one moment at least, said, made a difference. That. Um, you know, gay people did exist. They were going to be open with their lives, and that we would do very well to get used to it. Right, but then somebody now, now, but someone else could come along and tell the exact same story, throw it into a religious spin, said that 
you know, somebody said something religious to me and that, you know, affected my whole life. And now I'm not gay because thanks to some teacher who put me on the straight path. And then that person could be having some, you know, mental issues in the background of his life and whatnot. I mean, either either way, I, well, I don't okay, th- first I, of all, well, a teacher telling a student something religious in a public school that's a whole different matter. That's a teacher. But that's what they keep trying to do, and they keep trying to push this religious dogma into the schools. Right. And well, that's a whole other topic. The the, the point is, is that yeah, we've actually to- gotten totally off the topic yeah. of, of this no, teacher. Okay. So my central point, my central point though was this teacher said exactly the opposite kind of thing. And Did he, no, no, no. It made I, a, I, but it made I'm a difference sorry. in my life. I mean, he didn't I'm, say I'm it in the classroom. Teacher. I'm talking about my teacher. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, but this teacher did not say these things in the classroom. So the, no. I think the question boils down to is that are teachers supposed to be upheld like police officers, in which the police officers are on the call 24-7. If you're a police officer, you don't stop being a police officer just because you walk in the door when you get home. And my opinion is, is that no, when you get outside the doors of the school, you have a life and pl- teachers sh- should be allowed to be able to have a life that they want. Everybody should be able to ha- allow, everybody should be allowed to have a social life and not fear of repercussions just because someone took the picture of them puking in the toilet on Friday night and posted on Facebook. Okay, and, but that's, that's one thing. Make, posting a homophobic slur is another thing entirely. No, it's not. It's just right. okay. it's, it's, it's a but, comment. It is a comment. It is words. Yes, it's a comment. It's a comment, but it's also um, – it's. And I hate to be coming to the defense of this guy because obviously he's a douchebag. Yeah, I'm, but I'm you, really pissed I, off I'm at right, you I'm defending right there with this you, guy. I, feel, I couldn't feel the same way more. I hate I what he said, said but, but he did it at home on his on personal, personal Facebook page. Yes, but yeah, – but. Once he puts it out there in public, it's no longer private. That is true. Well, that, so the question is... It's no is, longer private. Well, if that, he had, if, because even if his students couldn't see it, because I believe that's the way Facebook still works, I believe that teens can't... Um, I don't think they can friend their teachers. Uh, please, I hope they can't. Um, well, I believe you can friend anybody. You can I wouldn't know. Okay, it used to be that you couldn't, but, but be that as it may... Even if his students weren't able to see that, some other parent might. And some other parent, I, I would be the kind of parent, even if I were straight, uh, to say, I don't want that person teaching my kids. Well, I don't want a person with that kind of bigoted attitude teaching my kids because you, as a teacher, and I can tell you this because I um, live with one, you teach not just with the things that you put on a blackboard or on a whiteboard or on an overhead or a tablet or whatever you, whatever they use now. You teach with every bit of example in and out of the classroom. Oh, I may dis- I'm, I'll totally disagree with you there. I didn't know anything about most of my teachers' home lives. I didn't know whether they were straight, gay, racist, hateful. They were my teachers. Right. How he feels, as long as it doesn't come into the classroom, shouldn't matter. When he brings it up in the classroom, when he says, oh, see how this guy loves his preacher? He's a fag, and they disgust me. That's to turn the opposite of what your story was. Okay, but 
the other thing too, I mean, when we were in high school, there was no Facebook. There was barely an internet. Right, but you can't you can't see what we, what our lives but, were like compared okay, to. Okay, but but let's say let's put it into the context of when you and I would have been in high school. Actually, I'd rather they put went it in the on TV of, or radio. I'd rather put it in the context of you right now. With you said you have you have the same things with your job. You have to be careful what you say. Let's yeah. say you say something on your job on your Facebook, and your job turns it against you. Yeah, they could do that. Is and I had and to sign okay an agreement that. saying that they could do that as a as a term of my continued employment with them i had to sign an, an agreement giving them that power okay why'd you sign that because i i it said so you it was have to. my continued employment you have to it's just same with my job too. I, it I've was had that to or accept or, or accept a termination this is why i don't have a facebook because i don't want anything i say used against me right mm. Well, now, but, but, on the other hand, though, this employer does harness Facebook, and they do encourage you to get on and send ads while you're on Facebook. But you have to, <laughs> to do it. So use it to make money, so they, but don't, they, but don't exactly. yeah, and practice your own freedom. Exactly. Yeah. God bless America. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, it's, guys, I think we've beaten that story into the, into the, the ground there, so let's – Let's just agree to disagree and move on to the next story, if you would, please. Uh, Larry, you haven't read in a while. Would you be so kind? Certainly. Catholic Charities loses adoption lawsuit against a state. An Illinois judge has ruled that the state acted legally when it canceled the, its adoption contract with Catholic Charities. The state's move came after Catholic Charities declared that it would not abide by the new civil unions law and treat gay couples fairly. The fact that the plaintiffs have contracted with the state to provide foster care and adoption services for over 40 years does not vest the plaintiffs with a protected property interest. Who's killing their keyboard? <laughs> Hold on. Veritable. <laughs> Most likely. No, that was uh, Han Cub. He was getting the echo, so Juan, let me keep going. Okay. Uh, the state may refuse to renew the plaintiff's contracts. The charities had claimed that the DCFS decision not to renew the contracts was illegal under religious freedom protections and argued that they have the right to continue foster care work without compromising religious practice. We believe that we do comply with the, with the law because there's no exemption there, uh, said Thomas Bredja, an attorney for the four charities, to say that somehow our entities are the same as a non-sectarian agencies is to say that the alpha is the same as the omega thoughts comments i gotta blow my nose again tomatoes <laughs> um i think they got it right you know it, it, religious or no if you are contracting with the state if you are working with the state uh which i have a problem with to begin with um then you know you got to comply with the state's rules. Most definitely. And if you don't like it, then you know, sorry, you can't work with the state. There still is, there still is a separation of church and state, and um, the religious traditions of the Catholic Church do not override the uh, the state laws. I'm sure they'd like it that way. I'm sure they'd like to take us back to the dark ages when that happened. But in this day and time, no, they do not. So, yeah, they got it right. Any other thoughts, gentlemen? I agree. 
Yeah. All I right, David, was, we agree with you on this one. <laughs> I did say it's kind of funny to say that the Alpha is the same as Omega. It's like, okay, you got to get that religious reference in there right at the very end, huh? <laughs> I, I heard that too, and it was like, oh, geez, who's writing exactly. this? All right, next story, Veritable, if you would please. Oh, I get a chance to read again. Yes, please. <laughs> Sorry. I'm trying right. to balance this out. I'm trying. You guys don't realize. Actually, let's take a quick break because you guys don't realize how hard it is to actually run this show. While these wonderful and talented individuals are going about discussing the news and views of the week, I'm here running the controls, running the ship, making sure that the ship doesn't sink. Literally bailing water. No, but um. If you get a chance, I would appreciate it. If you enjoyed this quality show, please donate. Scott, grab your violin. Please donate to the show. Show server funds if you go to thisweekingay.com. Click on the I'm a size queen. I don't have a violin. I've got a cello. <laughs> please play your cello. Please. See, now in this, you could actually. Well, I've got a bass. Scott, you could put the, the uh, young Frankenstein thing going. <laughs> I could if, doing if I could do that. Yes. <laughs> So uh, if you go to thisweekingay.com, please uh, consider donating to our server costs. It will help uh, for the upcoming year. And uh, that's it. So here's me on my knees. Please, mm-hmm. please. Wouldn't please. be the first time tonight. If everybody just gave two bucks, two bucks. All my ask is for two bucks. Two bucks. I want my two dollars. Just send the two dollars and you can help with the server cost. Five bucks and uh, I'll send you a naked picture of me. How's that? So... Uh, no. Or if anybody would write in and tell us what you think of the show, that we know somebody's actually listening, that would be great too. <laughs> actually, we've gotten a couple comments on the on the uh, on the website from uh, for, for our show. I um, and we've gotten a couple Twitter comments, and my friend who rarely listens to anything actually said, "Yeah, I downloaded your show the other day and listened to you. you were going over news and stories and stuff." And and I'm like, great. What was the show? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> This weekend gay? Yeah, that sounds right. So, just a bunch of queers yapping their flaps. Yeah, pretty much. All right, next story, ver- veritable, please. Would those be meat flaps? <laughs> Could be. Classy show, classy. <laughs> and would this be the White House story? Yes, please. Because everything's changed on that Google Docs, and I'm lost. Uh-oh. Okay. So, all right. Uh, White House announces immigration changes that could benefit gay couples. The Obama administration has announced changes in immigration policy that could benefit gay couples. Uh, The change means that deportation cases will be prioritized according to security risk, such as those with criminal convictions. Uh, Discretion will be used in some cases, and now discretion is in quotes, so I don't exactly know what that means, um, including those involving binational gay couples, it is understood. Uh, Speaking on condition of anonymity, as all senior officials tend to do in government, um, the official spoke to the Washington Blade, the uh, um, press... um, I'm going to screw up this word. (laughs) The... um, Anyway, anyway, the prosecutor's discretion, uh, it just wouldn't come out. Prosecutorial? Yeah, it just wouldn't come out. It was like Tripping over everything. That's okay. It's a big so the discretion, um, uh, the memo provides for the use of discretion for people with uh, strong community ties, uh, with uh, community contributions, and 
uh, with family relationships. Uh, we consider LGBT families to be families in this context, the official added. The White House has announced that it will review many of the 300,000 cases already in the system and drop those which are considered low priority. Cecilia Munez, the administration director of intergovernmental affairs, said yesterday, it makes no sense to spend our enforcement resources on these low priority cases when they, when they could be used with more impact on others, involved, including individuals who have been convicted of serious crimes. In the U.S., gay married couples do not have the same rights afforded to heterosexual married couples because of the Defense of Marriage Act, although the Obama administration recently announced it would no longer defend the law in court, in court uh, its policies still apply. Earlier this month, a San Francisco gay couple who had been married for seven years um, told how one of them must soon leave uh, the country. Uh, Anthony John Mack, an Australian citizen who has no criminal convictions and has never been has never been in the U.S. illegally, has been told he must leave by August 25th. Uh, Mr. Mack, four at, days to fix it. Right, Mr. Uh, well, Eric Holder will probably pop in at the last hour and and uh, I, w- I would have to imagine so do a stay of something. Um, Mr. Mack uh, acts as a as a um, caregiver to his husband Bradford Wells, uh, who has severe AIDS-related health problems yeah i'm hoping that somebody comes in the last minute and yeah adjust this i you know i really don't understand the uh i don't know there really is no reason to send people back to a country at this stage of the game <laughs> just right i mean if we're gonna if we're gonna close the borders let's close the borders to everybody and just be self-contained at this stage all right <laughs> <laughs> right. Which is there's absolutely no way that we could ever do that as, as a nation the size of ours. But no. um, I think somebody mentioned that on another podcast podcast at one time, and it was like, you know, we are so um, interwoven into the international fabric that there's no way that the United States could be completely independent on anything. You know, no. But um, you know, I mean, the stories like this really just sort of. They really, uh, you know, shine a spotlight on the the, the um, just the fact that this, you know, the, the two two classes of citizenship that are going on in this country, uh-huh. um, and and the immense uh, injustice that's being done because we have a, a wide set of laws, and each and each law does something different, and there's you know varying levels of discrimination in all of the laws. As well as there's no consistency with them. Right, right. Yeah. You know, I mean, when they when they did a complete ban on anyone living with HIV coming into the country, you know, um, and that's probably connected to these laws in some way. And, you know, so basically the government lawyers have to look through all of this and get everything to be on the same, you know, on the same page. And, you know, unfortunately that takes time. I mean, the discrimination should have never been there in the first place. But the fact that it is now, they have to work to undo it and um, and to create harmony across uh, probably thousands. Well, of well, even simpler, if somebody is providing for another individual, uh-huh. you shouldn't export them for any reason. <laughs> I right. mean, what about some just common sense here? Right? Didn't we? Uh, wasn't this a topic? Wasn't that case a topic on last week's show? Possibly. Yeah, because I mean, and I and I because I I know I was typing into some chat room somewhere, and if it wasn't on our show, it was on another one. Um, uh, some of what this has to do with is is a, there's a law on the books. It's called the public charge law, um, and if you're here, 
um, like if you're coming in from another country and you have uh, a, you know any kind of a disease or, or or condition that has a has the potential to put you on the ranks of publicly funded health benefits and in, and other programs, um, that's that's enough to bar you from citizenship. But it sounds like this guy's already a citizen, maybe. Yeah, sure. He, he's, or he, he's at least already, he has, or he has the clearance to be well, here. Well, he's been here for a long time, I believe, from the right. story. He's been but here I, for a while. But I wonder, did he come here HIV positive, or did he did he become positive? When does, it does, does, doesn't shouldn't have to matter. But it does. It I, does. I, I know it does. But it, it does really, with respect to that law. To the yeah, public that, and that's law. why the law needs to be adjusted. Yeah. So just because it's a law doesn't make it right. Right. No, and I'm not saying that it is. I just I mean, I was looking for information when that topic came up once before because the San Francisco AIDS Foundation used to have an entire um, uh, like a guidebook for healthcare providers uh, that spoke. Uh, um, specifically about that law, um, what it basically requires is that the family or the caregiver has to pledge entire 100% financial support for that individual and almost prove to the government that they will never become dependent on publicly funded programs. doesn't make a lot of sense, but it exists. Well, I, they're basically – they're afraid that people are just going to come here and just you use our money and our good – you know, our good benefit to mm-hmm. basically live, but – even so, is that such a bad thing? If everybody can, oh. if everybody contributes a little bit more and everybody's a little bit better off, God forbid socialism. Ah, well, look enough at, about uh, asking for money for the uh, podcast. <laughs> well, and also, also look at how people, um, you know, they, you know, they're constantly uh, making an issue of when foreigners come here, you know, where I'm like illegal, illegal citizens come here, and they can get. They can get you know the um, you know state-run Medicaid program coverage and so forth or other programs, and they they um, you know they polarize the issue into two different camps: so the people that are for it and the people who are against it. And, but the thing is, if you've got people here that shouldn't be here, you'd at least want them to have access to health care so they're not spreading disease. <laughs> oh, you know, well, so, that's man, that's a whole nother bag of worms. That I, it is. It is. I, yeah. You know, and it's a whole different topic than what what's going on here. But at any rate, this is a welcome, you know, a welcome change, and hopefully, it will, you know, it will spread out across other areas where the law is is uh, discriminatory. Well said, sir. Well said, guys. Any other thoughts on this one? I think it's basically just another attempt to take as much wind out of Doma as possible. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I, w- I would agree with that. It's like. Yeah, if we're not quite going to repeal it, let's at least um, refuse to enforce it. Right. In a way. Right, because they obviously can look back at DOMA and say, well, DOMA says these relationships don't matter anyhow. Um, and then all those other laws sort of plug into that. Right. Yeah, DOMA, we just need, we need to get rid of it. The the books the, the law books need to be re- be rewritten to begin mm-hmm. with, but whether or not that will actually happen, <sighs> well, there's, isn't there a Respect for Marriage Act floating around somewhere? It's supposed to undo or reverse DOMA. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Who who's yeah. sponsoring that? I bet it's Franken. Uh, there's 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 one or two legislators. I can't remember who's tied to that. I bet you should look into it for next week's show. All right, I will take a note. Okay, th- all right, I will take a note. See? I'll do my homework. Thank you, Fozzie. 
All right. So waka, 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 waka. All right. The last story: an 18-year-old has been found guilty of an unprovoked attack in a gay mm-hmm. man in Camden, North London, earlier this year. Gulu Maselo of Matiad Park Road, Chalk Farm. Well, they have his whole address in here. Stabbed 37-year-old David Farr three times. Mr. Farr was attacked in the early hours of February 14th as he walked near Camden Lock Bridge and two friends after a night in a gay pub, the Black Cap. Ooh, the Black Cap. He was confronted by four band of one who asked whether he was gay. Sentencing will take place at a later date. Oh, and here, just in from the newswire. Beep, 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 beep. Wikipedia, Respect for Marriage Act, this proposed bill that Congress will repeal the Defense of Marriage Act and allow the U.S. federal government to provide benefits to couples in same-sex marriage. The bill will not compel individual states to recognize same-sex marriage. Uh, introduced 2009. Oh, 2009. There are 120 sponsors. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2011 bill was introduced by Gerald Nald- Nalder of New Nad- York. Nadler. Nadler. Like. Uh, Diane Feinstein of California. President Obama announced support for the bill on July 19, 2011. So, we will keep you posted on that story. How do you like that for digging up the news? Thank you. See, this is that quality <laughs> news. St- I have the best news staff here that money can buy, folks. <laughs> I have the best quality money to buy. All right, guys. Uh, For God's sake, someone please PayPal him some money so he'll <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Hey, if only what? for that reason. <laughs> All right. Well, that being said, that wraps up another great. Hey, actually, this turned out to be a great episode. We started with absolutely no people, and right. I ended up with a bunch of people. So thank you, guys. I'll go around and give you guys a chance to actually plug your show. Uh, we'll start with the, the latecomer, Mr. Blue Jeans Guy himself. Hello, this is David, the Blue Jeans Guy, coming from Bay City, Michigan, the home of Madonna. Actually, birthplace of Madonna. And uh, my show is a mostly weekly show dealing with uh, whatever's going on in my life and whatever's going on in the world around me. And um, you will not want to miss this week's episode. That's all I'm going to say. It's at thatbluejeansguy.com. Is your partner actually going to come on the show? Like I said, you are not going to want to miss the show this week. (laughs) When is it coming out? Ooh, you tease. It's coming out. When is it coming out, David? Just look for the little orange thing to start spinning on your iTunes. <laughs> oh, Whenever when? he gets to what it. Day? All right, uh, Seder, Seder Sphere. What's your dealio? Oh, God, I got this little show called The Seder Sphere where I talk about me and my life and hockey and role playing and theater and the mystery musical. You can find us at The Seder Sphere on iTunes and over at our website at www.satersphere.blogspot.com. And may I say, I have a wonderful new show logo brought to you by Mr. Larry Queen. Thank you very much, Larry. It's beautiful. You're welcome. For that one and your other one as well. We're not talking about the other one yet. Okay. <laughs> it hasn't dropped. Okay. It's top secret. It's only available in bootlegs. Speaking of Larry Queen. Bootlegs? No, bootlegs. <laughs> that bootleg. Oh, okay. <laughs> Larry, Larry, why don't you tell us about your show? Nasty. Uh, yes, my show, The Brain Hammercast, which is all about creativity, the human brain, and what keeps us from getting our jobs done, and also creative ways uh, you know, we can improve ourselves and improve everything else in our lives. 
And eventually it'll be back up on Mavio as soon as I can figure out how to post it correctly. <laughs> so how can they find you? By searching Brain Hammer on Mevio. Although, as I stated, it's kind of hard to find at the moment. Okay. Otherwise, you can find me as QSledge on the Twitters. Experiencing some technical difficulties. Honk Cub had to drop off, but you can catch him on the Twitters as Honk Cub. And last but not least, Mr. Veritable Virgo, please. Yes, VeritableVirgo.net and on the Twitter, Veritable underscore Virgo. All right, easy enough. So that concludes another episode of This Week in Gay. Thank you, guys, and we'll see you next time on This Week in Gay. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.